Hey, podcast listeners, I'm Mark Steckman, host of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. This episode is from a prior live show where Jen and I chat with my friend, Joy McAdams, about the intersection of your kids and social media. Joy is a mother of five and a LinkedIn leadership influencer with over 70,000 followers on LinkedIn and reaching over 1.5 million every single month. Now, before we get started, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, take a minute right now, hit that little subscribe or follow button on your screen, rate it, and share it with your friends and colleagues. A brand new episode comes out every single weekday and even on some weekends, so make sure that you subscribe. And if you want more business and marketing inspiration, follow me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and my favorite, LinkedIn. And you can find me under my name, Mark Steckman. Now, here's today's episode with Joy McAdams. Our first guest today is Joy McAdams, co-founder of MedSnake Media and a LinkedIn leadership influencer. Welcome to Business Beyond the Boardroom, Joy. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good Good morning. morning. How are you, Joy? I'm doing well, and I am so excited about what I wanted to talk to you about today with the kids and social media, because I think it is such a hot topic, and it's it's such a confusing topic uh, as it continues to evolve, and there's not a lot of information out there. So I'm going to give my best shot at just speaking from experience. That's awesome. Well, we're we're talking about the intersection between social media and our kids. And really, truly, you're right, Joy. This is a big deal for parents all over. Give us some hope, Joy. How can we be (laughs) proactive in this uh, ever-connected world that we are in with our kids? Sure, absolutely. And of course, being on LinkedIn, um, you know, I'm going to get to that too, as, as to when is a good time to introduce your, your older child to LinkedIn and start consuming content and then doing it there. But first, I just want to start off and remind everybody. So we have five kids. Our oldest is 23. So when he first started, uh, you know, social media for him was Facebook and then Instagram. And I think he was kind of out by the time Snapchat and everything became, you know, really big. So even from him, you know, his age group down to our youngest, which is 11 and everybody in between, there's been a huge change, you know, even from just trying to raise the first child to the last, it's evolved so, so much and changed so much. And, you know, what we started to see is what happens on social media for our kids is we have to extend so much grace because they are in a totally different world. You know, we grew up without it, so we can still kind of differentiate Um, you know, what's real, what's not real. But this is what, you know, the upcoming kids especially, this is all they know. And this is all they've been exposed to. And, you know, even us adults get caught up in the the lack of reality. You know, everybody's pictures has a filter and it just shows all the good times. And and it's really easy to get discouraged. Um, So take that down to when we were teenagers. I mean, I can't even imagine if I would have grown up in this era, uh, you know, how hard it would have been for self-acceptance for just for feeling left out, for just, I mean, just all across the board, I can't even imagine, you know, because as a teenager growing up, there's so many challenges in finding yourself. And, you know, we have to extend so much grace. Number one, realize that they become so desensitized so quick to what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Mm. I can't tell you how many times, I mean, even though I'm really clear about my kids about standards and what we do and what we, you know, should be involved in, I mean, these, especially girls, I mean, they'll post a picture, and I'm like, what is this picture? And they don't think a thing about it, because as they go through their feed, 
that's all they see, and that's normal. And and it doesn't come across to them that hey, you're you're 13, and you shouldn't be posing in that position, and they don't even realize it. And, and so we have to extend grace and really go into it with that type of mindset. Oh, it's really getting back to the basics of taking them back point by point. This is okay. This is not okay. And not just coming down on them like, I can't believe you would do this. I can't believe you would post this. I can't believe you would engage in this conversation because it's the norm. It really is the norm. As sad as that is, it, it, that's that's the truth. And uh, we have to be so, so careful uh, with our, our young kids. And then even just the boys trying to do stupid stuff for likes. <laughs> You know, because that's what's out there, the craziest stuff. Like, I go back to that one news story with a girl. What did she do? She opened up the the ice cream at a store and licked it and put it back in just to get, you know, just to get a viral post. I mean, and she got in so much trouble, but they're all after these likes, just, just a viral post. I mean, that's like their goals. And, you know, as parents, um, you know, we, we really got to be careful and cautious about all of that. So... I know from knowing you, of course, and and talking with you and following you online and all of that, that you are very active with your kids and their social media. Talk about that, because the only way that you're going to (laughs) know what they're doing right or wrong is to be super active and involved. How are you handling that, especially for the younger ones as they grow into uh, teens and um, towards adulthood? Sure, sure. And every kid's different, you know, and I think as a parent, we're giving that intuition of, you know, some kids you know, are more responsible. Some are more gullible. And so you got to go into it with that as well. But pretty much um, when when the, the youngest would want to start to be involved on social media, I allow them to get on my social media, follow some of their friends, like say my Instagram, and keep up with their friends that way through my Instagram. And then as I watch that progress, they get to the point I feel they're ready. I allow them to open up an account, but the account is only on my phone. So they can go into their own personal Instagram, but it's on my phone. So obviously anything that comes through, messages, anything, I'm seeing on my phone all day long, which makes for some comical situations. Especially <laughs> I when bet they start it having <laughs> Friends, yeah. I remember one of my sons, I'm like, if these little girls only knew that I'm seeing everything they're sending. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, and so then I monitor to see, okay, how responsible are they and keep a close eye. And then eventually, you know, as I feel that they're ready, then I allow them to get it on their own phone. Um, but it stays on my phone, too. So it's on their phone, but I can still see their account and everything that's going on. What about what yeah. about boundaries in terms of time? Like, I mean, as a social media expert that both yeah. you and I are, we spend a lot of times on our phone and uh, you know, a lot of time on our phones. And uh, that sometimes pours over into to family time. It doesn't all the time. But there's times, you know, when I'm at home that I might pick up my phone and think of something right. and I'll do something. You know, we have to be leaders in how we set those boundaries. But what kind of other boundaries do you set for the kids in terms? I mean, do you are there no phones at dinner? Is there no phones during family time? What are you What are you doing in terms of that? Uh, yeah, we absolutely say at dinner or when we go out to eat. I mean, I want everybody to put their phones down. You know, because that's just it's so easy to get caught up in your waiting for a service at dinner if you're out to eat and everyone's just sitting there on their phones instead of talking to each other and engaging. And, you know, I'm guilty of that myself sometimes when I go out to eat with my husband. You know, we'll both be sitting there on our phones and then realize we're not even talking. You know, we're here out to dinner. So I definitely do that. Um, around the house, I'll give them some time when they first get home from school. And then I'm like, okay, you know, electronics off. I want you guys to do, you know, they have chores around the house or go outside and play or whatever. 
But I really do try to keep a close eye on it, uh, you know, for multiple reasons. Like I said, to, to be engaged and surrounded by a world that's so not realistic, you know, even if it's nothing bad, that alone is more damaging than you think, you know, because it's not a realistic view of the world and what's around you, and it can easily come in and, and just kind of destroy your self-image and, and destroy your view and, and happiness and gratitude and, you know, all of that. So it, it's more than just the obvious, which is all the creepers and the crazy, you know, pornography and stuff that's out there. It goes even further than that right. to just be surrounded by a, a non-realistic world. Hey, thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to MarkSteckman.com for more information, or you could follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram for more great business and marketing content. Make it a great day.